This is the Boys Sound Bad podcast. We are back with a great interview today from Landon Davidson. Great guy. I like him a lot. Yeah. He's, he's a big boy. He looks like a lineman. Yes, yes. He looks like a lineman. But also like very a very athletic lineman. Yes. Not just like a big guy you just throw out there. Mm-hmm. His huddle tape is pretty impressive. It's fun to watch. So stick around for that. That'll be at the end of the pod this week. A um, couple quick announcements. We said it last week, but the No Block, No Rock Podcast Awards is August 19th, 18th, 19th, 19th, August 19th. If you could please, please, please vote for us. Um, I'll put the link in the description below. It's going to be, we're in the running for MVP, uh, new, new kids on the block, bet your mortgage, and... Best guests. Best guests. I think that's it. We're really going for best guests. So we're going to win you, them all. Yep. We're going for the sweep, but we really want best guests. That's kind of what we pride ourselves on. Yeah. So, MVP, best guests, bet your mortgage, and new kids on the block. Yeah. So if you could, if you can only vote for one, do guests, but also vote just for vote all for all of them. Make a couple fake emails. Yep. Get a couple submissions in for the boys. Just don't make, them ob- don't make them obviously fake. Yeah. We don't want to win it like that, but if we did, yeah, it's easy to juice some numbers. Yeah, we've seen that the past couple of years. <laughs> we have, <laughs> yes, we have. But uh, can yeah, we, can we mail in votes? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Might have to ask No Block No Rock on that. Not sure. I hope not. That's not. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, get out and vote. Yep. Uh, yeah, we would appreciate it. Again, link in the description. Um, moving on, Trev and I today were wearing the hats for it, the Pinnacle Bank Championship, but we had the awesome opportunity to go out and play in the Media Day Scramble. So shout out to Herdat Sports for having us out. Shout out to Pinnacle Bank for putting on the um, Corn, Ferry, Corn Ferry Tour event. Shout out Indian Creek Golf Course. Shout out Indian insane Creek Gol- course. Golf Course. It's insane in pristine condition. Um, our guy Joe... He's the superintendent. We played with him today. Um, making the course look, him and the team have done a great job. Yeah. I If you got nothing going on August 10th through 13th, I think it is, mm-hmm. get out and go. to It's going to be so much fun. Even if you don't like golf, this isn't just me promoting them. Like It truly is a good time. I've been to it a couple of years. ton of fun. A lot of other things to do other than golf. There's a couple concerts going on that weekend. Uh, Chris Jansen, Lanco, and Kit Moore. Kit Moore, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Friday pretty night big name. Saturday night. So, it'll be fun. I mean, get a couple, get the drinks flowing. Yeah. Um, should be a nice sum- summer day. We're praying for no rain mm-hmm. for the tournament. Um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to um, Herdat and Pinnacle for having us out. We had ourselves a morning. Cool. Was, yeah, we did. It was a treat. I felt like a freaking celebrity. I was, <laughs> there's people, there's, Media watching you pretty much the entire round. Cameras clicking. I'm getting interviewed mid-round. <laughs> it was awesome. And yeah. let me tell you, Trev, he shows up when the spotlight's on him. I am Tell him. you what. I am him. I was striping it today. It, it felt good. Yeah. A lot of times it would come down to Trev. He was the last shot. We have <laughs> nothing else in bounds, and he'll, he put one to two feet yeah, on part three. Nice. There was, I'll be honest. There was a couple moments out there where I'm like, 
why can't I be playing in this Corn Fairy <laughs> tournament? If I just hit it like this every time, I could be right up there with these guys. But then I'd get humbled very quickly. Yep. That's what we told Joe. If there's an extra spot, you might Yeah. You might yeah. need it. I know. I kind of showed out, so. Yep. It was, it was yeah. a good time. Really Great good time. time. Got played hole one. I'm like, Fitz, I need a Bloody Mary. Go up to the cart girl. It's on the house. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that? It's just that. it was a special. It was quite the treat. I'm super thankful for everyone. Mm-hmm great great time it was awesome yeah the the open bar was it was a shock and we we took advantage we were respectful though respectful absolutely didn't overstay our means no but it was it was just a nice gesture and yeah yeah we appreciated it so yeah awesome shout out shout out everyone who helped with that um should we move on not a ton of husker news to talk about um rules continuing to get recruits we're going to have some more on the podcast here soon, so yeah, not a ton to talk about there. No, not. it's kind of that dead period right now. Yep. Dog days of summer. Mm-hmm. Dog days of summer. We're but, This is the last month without Husker. College football. Call it Husker? When's the first Husker game? August 31st. Last month without Husker football. Yeah, I think I saw, I want to say it's like 46 days. We're recording this on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna be close. Yeah, it's it'll be here before you know it. It always the first week of football always sneaks up on mm-hmm. you. I feel like yeah, especially because we always play week zero. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or yeah. the couple of days before week one. Mm-hmm. I am officially in fantasy football mode though. Yes, it's fun. Yep, <clears throat> got the league set up tonight and it's mock draft season. I'm gonna listen to a lot of podcasts and mm-hmm. to pods. It's always good to pass the summertime blues. Just Figure out your strategy. That you're going to take. And then just completely butcher it during draft time. Like. <laughs> Have very set things yeah. that you said you're not going to do. Like, don't take Kyle Pitts in the second round. And then <laughs> you end up doing it because he's just sitting there. Yeah. Yep. But it's exciting. Football's almost back. It's been a long summer. Yeah. We're almost there. It's exciting. Um, let's move into the down bads of the week. We got a couple good ones, I think. Trev, you want to start us? Yeah, my down bad is me and the the little family in general. Mm. Had a my mom called me on Monday yesterday with a very concerning phone call from her bank, from our bank, saying our identities have been hacked. Oh no! Who's your bank? UBT. Yep, same. You did too. Oh, so yeah. it's not just me. No, it it was like a whole whole thing like with everybody's. Oh, everybody! My down bad is everybody with UBT. <laughs> it's, I don't really know the details. My mom was handling it, but. Not a good, not a good feeling to know your identity's hacked. So, whoever's doing that, can you just not? Can you stop, please? Yeah, get over yourself. Grow yeah, up. You don't want my identity. Trust me. No, it, <laughs> I got that call as well from the wife. Okay, and yeah. I was like, "Well, that's not great." But what are the? Do you have to do anything, or is it on? No. So I think they have to do like a year of identity theft, like um, monitoring since it was compromised through them. So I think they have to do it for a year. Okay. I'm not 100% sure on that, though. But it's not great. There's no. nothing you can really do at this point, though. Mm-hmm. It's already done. Yeah. It's tough. Well, I'm I'm hoping you, nothing bad happens to you guys. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it's my chance to start a new life. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to start a new life with Trevin Little. Just change my identity. Yes. Yeah. yeah fresh what start. would you do? Hmm, I don't know. Try to be a professional golfer. Yeah, I'll just com- really commit to the golf game. There you go. 
that's a good good choice. Took a big step forward today. So. You did. <laughs> um, all right, that's a good one, and a bad a bad one, but yes. yeah. yeah. Um, my down bad is Bob Huggins mm. potentially an up good because maybe he's going to coach at West Virginia next year. Um, he's saying that he never resigned from West Virginia; that his wife sent his reg- resignation. So, if you don't know, he got a salary decrease because he said some homophobic things on the radio and then he got a DUI in West Virginia and when he at, was asked where he was he said Cincinnati so he was just drunk off Ooh. his ass um, had to resign but he is saying that his wife did it or he his wife sent the email so he's saying I'm going to be coaching because I didn't resign hmm so he's either down bad because he's just not – I don't think he's very smart. No. He's made some very poor decisions. Yeah. And unfortunately, you can't just do a take back if your wife sent the email. Especially if you have history of previously lying. Correct. For, well, it's just, first of all, he shouldn't have got a DUI. That didn't, that didn't help. Yeah. Brainer, yeah. He blew, what, he blew like a point one eight or something, something high. It was something dumb. But yeah. Let's not do that in the first place, Bob. Yeah, because yeah, Be the – homophobic thing got him a pay i think he was gonna get like suspended and he got a pay cut because of it okay and then they're gonna let him stay on but then the dui yeah because it's not his first either that's the thing so it wasn't like a first time offense he's had a history of this i think so unfortunately you can't just get your job back by saying my wife sent that Mm -hmm. so down bad bob huggins it's a good one. Um, my down bad is Pat Fitzgerald in the Northwestern football team. Um, if you don't know, he got fired because of has have some the sto- weird stuff. Have the stories been confirmed? Is that think for so. sure what's happened? Yeah, it has been. So I, it's been confirmed by like some players. Yeah, I'm not going to go into details of it. You can look that up for yourself. But some not great things were happening involving hazing. Um, with freshmen when they made mistakes, apparently, in practice. And not just, like, small hazing. Yeah, like, pretty intense hazing. Yeah, because I feel like it probably happens at a lot of colleges where they're, like, if a freshman messes up, they not necessarily probably, like, haze, but probably get made fun of a little bit. This sure. was over little, the line. A little too far. A little weird. Yeah. Very weird. <laughs> More, it was... Disturbing. Yeah. The weirdness of it is going to like make this story even worse because right you see hazing you're like oh like that's not great but you know it probably happens at places and then you kind of read into it and it's like yikes yeah um it's got to be tough for northwestern the players yeah because i mean they lost their coach a month before the season starts like that's brutal i don't know what they're gonna do they're gonna be horrible yeah Yeah, even in the future because fitzgerald is a good coach yeah and I don't know who's going to want to come coach there because nobody really cares about Northwestern football unless you went there. They don't have a ton of fans. I don't know. They'll probably still beat us. So. <laughs> I saw some people saying Jim Mora, who's the coach at UConn. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He must. I don't know if he like went there. But like Pat Fitzgerald had probably the most job security of a like a bad team. Yeah, like, he went. Yeah, he went one and eleven last year, and he was never like talked about on the hot no. seats. So because obviously like Saban, Kirby, those guys are never going to get fired. Right. But they're also really good. Like 
Pat Fitzgerald went one and eleven last year, and it wasn't even a question if he was getting fired. That's that's true. So all so he, he had, had to do is not do something really dumb mm-hmm. to keep his job. Right. And he, I mean, yeah, he had three or four decent seasons, and he also had. There was a video that resurfaced, and somebody must have like asked about hazing, and he said like it's a zero tolerance policy at Northwestern, like that is something we take very seriously that will never happen at our program. And then fast forward and he gets fired because of it. Yeah. Not a great look. It's also crazy how quickly things move in college football now, because I feel like before this would have been, because he was already suspended for two weeks without pay in past years. I feel like he stays on as like, he's still suspended from the team until they do a full investigation. Mm-hmm. But now it's like once you hear about that and you hear some of the details, you don't know if all of it's true, but it's like you're gone. Yeah. Just like that. It's Yeah, it's not a good situation. Nope. So Scott Frost. Geez. Northwestern. It'd be an all time F feud in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> be interesting. But good damn bads. Um let's move into the BDB three for the week. We got a Spur of the moment one here <laughs> by Trev. It's a pretty good one. I think it's going to be... We're going to keep it open-ended, too. Yep. Drinks? going to go top three drinks. Open-ended. could be anything. Someone else start. Fitz can start. Okay. I'll start. Um, My BDB three for drinks. Number three is going to be... I have this vivid memory from playing select baseball in like seventh or eighth grade. And it's 110 degrees out. You're maybe you're catching. You got the full catching gear. You're you're sweating. You're panting out there. You get back to the dugout and you pick up one of those big jugs mm. that people would bring, full of ice water. Put the spout in your mouth and you take a swig of that. Mm. Nothing hits like that cold jug of water on a hot day. That's my third. The second. Hmm. I'm going to go with a movie theater slushy. I've always been a movie theater slushy guy. Interesting. You take that first sip and you're like, okay, this is this is going to be good. Until you get to the bottom where it kind of starts clogging and you can't get the rest out of it. That kind of sucks. But the first couple sips of a movie theater slushy. And then my number one is the first one. Mm. The first drink. What about the next one? Could could also do the next one. That might have been better. <laughs> but the first like the first drink after five on a Friday. Yeah. You sit hits. down, crack open a beer, can't beat it. So that's my three. Nice. I can go next. Um my BDB three for drinks. My number three, I'm just gonna go with coffee. Something I drink every yep. single day, so it's gotta make the Great list. One. You just need it. It's something where I don't know how I didn't start drinking coffee earlier. Like in college, I didn't really drink coffee until started working. Um, number two. Well, uh, can I pause you there? Are you going black coffee? What are you doing? No, I do some variation of a caramel coffee. Are you making your own coffee? I do. Okay. I do a caramel cold brew at uh, Starbucks if I'm going to treat myself. Sure, sure. Um, you must be rich. Yeah, super <laughs> rich. No, um, my number two, I'm going to take a high noon. 
Mm. That's okay. my kind of yeah. go-to. The vodka, the tequila, either one's good. Um, my number one, I'm going to leave water off the list. I'm going to take milk. Drink it oh, every day. Hate Jesus. That. Hate so, that pick. Number one? Yeah, it was, it was probably too high, but <laughs> it's something I drink every day. So Grow up. That might have been the worst pick <laughs> of any of the BDB3s so far. Uh, no, Trevin had us losing to Texas as his favorite Husker member. Not my favorite. Memorable. Most memorable. Yeah. Milk. yeah they're, they're both up there. <laughs> drink it every day. Terrible, I can't terrible, terrible number one. I was with you until number one. Yeah. Well, you're also scared of milk. Yeah, well. I also grew up and just well, decided I don't cereal? want to drink milk anymore. Do you don't eat cereal? Nope. Fair enough. Grew up. Grew up. Got over yeah. yourself. That's yep. fair. Yep. <laughs> that was good, though. Trev? All right, my number three is also going to be coffee. If you know me, I have to have a coffee every morning. Just I couldn't leave it off my list because it's, it's my first drink of the day. Mm-hmm. And it just gets me, gets me going for the day. Number two, I'm gonna go a Baja Blast from Taco Bell. It's my favorite pop in the world. So good. I find myself going to Taco Bell multiple times a week just to get a large Baja Blast. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's bad, but <laughs> bad for me. But oh, so good. Just refreshing. Perfect mix. Do you go? Uh, do you ever go frozen? Yeah, yeah. Occasionally. When I'm feeling frisky. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, number one, I'm going to go with a shower beer. Just can't beat a shower beer. Mm-hmm. If I'm having a shower beer, it's usually going to be a, a big day ahead of me. <laughs> Every game day, I have a shower beer. It's just, it really gets you going. It's, I don't know. I can't describe it. It's special. For some reason, I get anxiety over shower beers. Really? I just... I think the mm. water is getting in it or like uh, i don't i don't, I don't keep know. it over the spout i i have it to the side i know i still just gets in my head i don't know mm. but i, can't I respect ever, it can't say i've ever done the shower beer really uh, yeah you, do you gotta try it yeah something to try i just feel like does it get like warm in the shower no all? no right, that's fair so that would get, be my only concern no it doesn't get warm I don't do them too often, but usually when I'm having a shower beer, it's a game day. So it's yeah. just, I mean, it's just going to be a great day. So I do remember you always do a game day shower yep, beer. Can't wait for the first one. Yep. A couple months. Maybe I'll try it again. Yeah. Give it another shot. Those are good. Honorable mentions. Mm. Water. Yeah, water. <laughs> I mean, water's solid. I um, like Dr. Pepper. I don't know. I love Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper's I feel solid. Like people either <clears throat> really like it or hate it. I like Coke. I like a Coke that you get on an airplane and they put it in that little cup. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That hits. Wine. <sighs> Last time I had wine, it was wine. bad. Yeah. I do I do enjoy it though. More as I've gotten older. Um there's some big ones we're missing. Oh, I'm definitely. Sure. A lot of cocktails we're missing, I'm sure. Yeah. Juice. Yeah. Juice. 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 If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Oh, um, that juice. <laughs> what do you guys think about sparkling water? Hate, hate it. it. Terrible. Okay. So I I hated it until this year. I've been drinking a decent amount of them. Mm. And I, I like it with like a little bit of like a lime flavoring. What's actually, like the upside to it? It's... It's not. It's healthier than like pop. Well, yeah, it's water. Yeah, it's water, but it's 
it gives you the illusion that you're like drinking like a. That's one I just don't pop. think I'll ever get into. I didn't think I would. I feel like that's an old thing. Mm. Yeah. Lemonade. Yeah, lemonade solid. Lemonade gives me heartburn. Really? You forget that? Like this acidity? Nope. Nope. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Huge Bloody Mary kick. Sure, sure. I've got one today. Vodka cranberry. That's a good one. I yeah. love a vodka yeah. cranberry. It's usually my wedding go-to cocktail. Mm-hmm. What about a, a, uh, a fireball shot on the golf course? No. Can't do it. On, on the, the golf, golf course? course? Yes. Anywhere else? No. Yes. I agree. Anywhere else, no. On the golf course, for some reason, it hits. I'm just not really a shots guy unless it's on the golf course. Mm -hmm. Then it doesn't feel like it's like a real thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's it's not a real shot. Yeah. What about like a a pina colada on the beach? Just like some some fruity tropical. I I do. Pina coladas, I don't. They're okay. I don't love pina coladas. I do like the fruity drinks, like. It's hot. Like you're at, if you're at like a resort, they're gonna yeah. have like a specialty drink or even like the frozen drinks. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Sitting on the beach. Mm. Captain and Coke always hits for me. When the vacation beer, when it's like specific to that area, it's like Ooh, yeah. when you're yeah. in like Mexico or like in the Dominican, they have like a certain beer that like you would never, probably never even get in the states. Mm. But like, I hate like a Corona. But if it's like specific to that place, yes, usually it's pretty good. Yes, yeah, I got into some spotted cows a few weekends ago when I was in Wisconsin. Yep. We talked really, about that today. Yeah, don't really love spotted cows. I mean, they're good, but I don't get the hype. But you're in Wisconsin, you're gonna drink spotted cows. Yeah, when in Rome is what I was saying. When in Rome, the the um the un- unexpected beer when you're like hanging with some buddies, you're like should we grab a beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just go drink one sure I'm trying to think a lot of good drinks out there yeah a lot. oh there's one that moscow mule definitely mm. should have made my yeah list. i love mules mules are solid i like when you go to bars and they have like their signature drinks yeah that's fun yeah that's a pretty good list yeah for not much thought mm-hmm. <laughs> if you give me all day to think about it total I'll impulse yeah, ones. milk wouldn't have been number one if I could have thought about <laughs> it. But yeah, I do drink it every day. It's okay. Um, should we get into roulette? Yep. Do we have Chris's number. Uh, four. Wait, yeah, four. No winners. Nope. I don't think. Unless Chris sends in four. <laughs> Come on, fifteen. You gotta want it. Twenty-four is right. Around. 28. So let's hope Chris doesn't send 4 or 28. All right. We're moving on. Um, Anything else, boys? Nope. Enjoy the interview with uh, Landon. Great dude. He'll fire you up at the end. Mm-hmm. Give some little, uh, some words of wisdom. And we got, we got a little fired up. Yeah. So exciting interview with him. Again, vote for us. No block, no rock podcast awards. Link is in the description below. Shout out Pinnacle Bank. Shout out Herdat. Excited shout for this. Shout out us. Excited for the Pinnacle Bank Championship. All right, this is the Boys Down Bad podcast, and we are super excited to welcome on a Nebraska football recruit, Landon Davidson, to the pod. Landon, welcome on. Yeah, thank you, guys. I'm really excited to be on here. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. So what has life been like since you recruit, got recruited and uh, committed to be a Husker? Um. 
I honestly, it's just been a giant relief off my shoulders, just getting out of the recruiting process and knowing where I'm going to be in two years from now. And I'm, I'm so excited to join the family. Absolutely. Has it been crazy? Have you been getting a lot of uh, Husker Nation support through the process? Oh yeah. Like every post you, you, um, every post you just do hashtag GBR and you get thousands of people. It just, it just blows up. That's That's crazy. That's one of my favorite things is to look at uh, recruits and their tweets and just see the tweets blow up with Husker fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of crazy because they, they like they find you everywhere, you know, Instagram, like Twitter, like everything. And it's it's doesn't it's matter. Mm-hmm. They're going to find you. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so let's go back to the beginning for you. Growing up, was it always football? Was that something that you always wanted to play in college? Um, Growing up, I. I started playing football in second grade and I've played it my, my entire life. I've tried every sport possible. Um, but ever, ever since I was little, I've, I've always wanted to play college football. You know, that was, that was my big dream mean like my entire life growing up. And once I got to high school, I started realizing that that dream could be a real possibility. Um, and I, it was like it, incredible experience experience just getting to go different places and learn about programs and just play college football, you know? Absolutely. Was there a moment in high school where you kind of realized like, Oh, okay, I can do this. I can go D one. It would, it would definitely have been my junior year. Um, my freshman year, I kind of got cut short because of COVID and then sophomore year, I was still trying to, trying to figure out everything. And then junior year, um, I, I grew a ton just with my weightlifting. Cause I, I've been weightlifting since I was in eighth grade, but I finally started seeing progress uh, my junior year and I, I could tell, I could tell by that first game, just absolutely being able to dominate everyone. And <laughs> um, I, um, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of had a good idea. It was yeah. coming. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of take us through high school football in Colorado. We hear a lot about like the big States, like Texas, Florida, California. What's been your experience like with high school football in Colorado? Um, I know, I know, uh, football in Colorado is just not as, not as big as it is in other States. Um, but I, I, I seriously think that there's some real dudes out here, you know, there's, there's a ton of good players and I feel like Colorado's a slept on state overall. And, um, even, even if it doesn't get as big as like six, a in other States or like, I don't know, but I feel like, I feel like there's definitely some people down here. Let's go through your commitment story to Nebraska. Um, can you take us through it and how you eventually got to be a Husker? Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of started um, during the off season after junior year. Um, Coach Satterfield, he came to my school to come talk to me. And he, he, he looked me up and down. He said, we need to get you in front of these coaches. We need to get you on campus. Um, he's like, um, he, he was, it was, this was still pretty early on right after the season. So they didn't have any camp dates set up, but he, he told me he's going to be back um, as soon as they have those dates to personally invite me in person to those camps. Um, so after, uh, so then he came back a second time. Um, it was a couple months later and he, he just told me the same things Just we need to get you, we need to get you here at camp. Um, and our coach, Jimmy Zekman, he has taken the linemen to Nebraska for many years now um, to the pipeline camp, but they, they weren't doing the pipeline camp this year. So we didn't know if we were going to go to Nebraska. We were planning on going, like we were going to do a team camp. But we just didn't know where yet. And we finally decided to go to Nebraska um, after coach Sat came in 
again. And then once I got up there, the second I walked in, Coach Rule and Coach Donnie came and introduced themselves to me and just told me they're really excited to see me up here today. And it was just a normal, it was a normal camp day, just learning a lot, getting a lot of reps in and stuff like that. And then afterwards, I got called. Um, they brought me up to the player lounge and there was like 30, 35 guys in there. And they were going to take us on a tour and to see the see the program. But like midway through, um, my coach starts calling me. He's freaking out. He's like, Landon, where are you? The coaches are trying to find you. They want to bring you to Coach Rule's office. I was like, I I I had no clue where I was at. And it, it took like it took like 10 minutes to to track me down. And then they finally brought me to Coach Rule's office where they sat me down and um he 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 dropped the offer and then instantly started planning the OV. And it, it it was all moving so fast, but just the the excitement in the room, just everybody like gathering around me and it was it was it was really incredible. Uh, that that was that was the thing I took in most from um, my camp and getting the offers, just the energy, how the coaches interacted with each other. It it felt like a family. Like even just from the short time I was there with them, um, and I also got to experience getting getting a scholarship with my teammates because there's probably ten of my other teammates there, and um, everyone was so excited. It was it was a great bus ride back. And my my phone was blowing up the entire like six hour drive back, and <laughs> it was crazy. And then uh, we we planned the official for the next week, and I I, I went into it um, like I was excited for the official, but I wasn't I I, I didn't think I was going to go there, mm-hmm. but because um, during my entire recruiting process, I wanted to stay home. I wanted to go to Colorado, but I I got down there and. My, like it wasn't even a question i i fell in love with lincoln that's you know? awesome that was my next question was there a big uh kind of debate between other schools while you were getting recruited or um when you visited on the ov did you know for sure it was nebraska um so like i said like my entire recruiting process i wanted to stay in colorado but um there i had i had some slow periods and i was like really contemplating other schools and um um, my mom just kept telling me, don't settle, you know, don't, don't settle. Um, cause you'll, you'll know when you find the place. Cause I was just getting really like anxious, just with coaches pressuring and thinking I have to recruit or I'm going to possibly lose a spot there, but I played it out and, um, I, I got down there and just, I loved it. I, I, I didn't question myself at all. Um, I guess, I guess maybe a little bit, cause once, once I got down there, <laughs> well, um, at the end of the official, um, they brought me in a coach to talk to coach rule and he was just asking me what I think. And a ton of people committed, um, during that. And, you know, I said, I was like, I'm, I'm still going to take the rest of my visits, you know, cause just, just to see, just, just so I'm fully sure. But, um, I got home and I, I couldn't stop thinking about Nebraska. Like it was, it was such an o- overwhelming feeling. And, my mom, my mom told me to, to think on it overnight. And I, I, I didn't, I, I couldn't do that. And I called coach sat up and just <clears throat> told him I want to come play for him. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a big decision. So it's great that you were able to, you know, take your time and uh, listen to, listen to coach rule. So we're happy to have you. Yeah. Yeah. So like overall, what was the recruitment process like for you? I know it seems like it'd be a lot of fun, but also very exhausting just with 
having to talk to all these coaches, what is, was it like a fun process or was it also just kind of like, you know, I want to get this over as soon as I can. It was, it was always a, a really fun experience. Um, once, once we started getting closer, um, towards, towards the end, like when 24 years usually commit, it started getting a little bit more, um, just tiring and kind of anxious and just, I, I, I was ready to be over with it by the end, but I, I loved every second of it. Did you have like a, a favorite part of the recruiting process? Like you went on a visit and you're like, oh, this was really cool that a school did. Um, I, I think, I think the best, the best part was getting my first, my first D1 offer. Hmm. That was the CSU. And it, it was, it was such a crazy, like, just, I, I, I didn't know what to do with myself, you know, cause <laughs> just, just being put in the position where like, this is becoming real. And uh, that, that definitely had to been like the whole highlight. And then other than that, just the whole commitment, knowing where I'm going to go, that that's also way up there. For sure. So being from Colorado, you said you wanted to kind of stay home in Colorado. What was your initial reaction when they went and hired Dion? And have you, you had any interactions with Dion? Um, so Colorado uh, was my second offer with the last coaching staff. And then Dion came, I think, a month later. And I, I didn't hear back from them for a long time. Um, it, it wasn't actually until I got the Nebraska offer that they offered me the next day. And um, – it was it was, it was, at that point it was just it was it was a complete 50 50 between nebraska and colorado just because i that probably makes the uh the uh game two this year a little bit interesting yeah. nebraska colorado <laughs> game yeah um but just after seeing how both coaches interacted with me i it, it wasn't even a question yeah that's yeah. awesome um you got one more yeah, so what was kind of the pitch that Rule um, told you to get you to kind of be all in on Nebraska? I I don't think he really had one. He just – he he, sh- he showed me what they're building down there. He showed me the guys they have, the resources they have, the facilities, the coach, the coaching staff. I, I, I love the whole coaching staff, just everybody. Um, and ultimately it was because I, I fully felt at home there. I saw myself as a Husker and – that that's ultimately the reason why I committed for sure um what were your initial thoughts on coach rule like when you first met him um and what do you think makes him such a great recruiter because he's killing it right now oh he he is such a cool dude like I um you know talking to coaches I always I always feel a little bit a little bit nervous like I was you know because it's 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 kind of it's kind of like scary just you know like the kind of power they have and you know you you want to be at that school and but I while talking with him I didn't feel that at all I felt like I I felt so comfortable around him with all the coaches like it was it was a different kind of feel what about coach Riola how's he he's awesome I I I didn't know how I felt about him like just early on because I I went down there last year and I got to meet him but didn't really get to talk too much and then going into the official visit I didn't really know too much about him um, I really enjoyed his coaching style, but I didn't really get to meet him on a personal level. Um, so on the official, I, I got to spend a ton of time with him and just learning about him, his family, his just everything about him and what he wants to expect from us, how he's going to make me a better man, a better player. 
and how he's going to develop me and it's our we we've been we've been calling a ton like we've been facetiming weekly just texting a ton and i'm I'm really excited to start working with him so what would you say the hardest part about playing offensive line is Ooh. The, <laughs> i feel like the hardest part is um it's it's probably got to be missing a block you you miss a block and it just kills everything you know <laughs> i i i have a mentality where I'll play, I'll play a game 99% perfect. It's that 1% that just kills me. That I, I can't, I can't, I can't stop thinking about it. After every game, it beats me up. And I just, I, I want to be as the best player I can. So. So I guess, what are you most excited about on, or like most excited for coming to Nebraska? I, I, I'm the most excited running out out of game day. Just the fans, the energy, like the whole atmosphere, just, Getting to getting to walk through the red carpet tunnel and running out onto that field, I, I, I it, it gives me goosebumps. You know, like I'm, I'm just, <laughs> have you have you been to a Husker game? Have you been? Have they had you down yet? No, I I've just seen videos of it, and it's it's crazy. Oh, it's you're gonna freak out when you experience it. It's insane. Are you are you coming to any games this year? Oh yeah, yeah. I know I know I'll be down there. Um, basically the end of July and then I definitely going to come down for a game day. Nice. That's awesome. Um, we talked about a little bit about it earlier, but can you describe the impact that Husker nation has had on you? <laughs> it's, it's, it's so crazy just how all the people just come, come together for, for football. And it, it, you know, cause it's not like that in Colorado. Like I've never seen that before. I've never seen people coming all over just, just for football. And um, I know people like, pass down these season tickets through generations and just like it's 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 different you know it's so much different than Colorado football and yeah. um we, we we went on a camping trip um a couple weeks ago to uh Cambridge and everyone there just Nebraska Nebraska flags Nebraska shirts just um and when people found out I I was, I was committed there they just freaked out like it was it was incredible <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty much all the stories we hear. Husker Nation just insane. So, you made a good choice coming to Nebraska over Colorado. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> without a doubt. All right, I got uh, one more question for you to hype up Husker Nation a little bit more for you. Yeah. What is Husker Nation getting in Landon Davidson? Ooh, what are what are they getting with Landon Davidson? I I am a complete bully on the field. I, you know, as as bad as it sounds, I I like to just hurt people. I like to kill them every single play you know just being able to completely dominate them um and i i know about pipeline culture and before every football game uh, our coach he puts on a nebraska pipeline video for us and just i i, I want to bring that back to how it was and you know i'm, I'm so excited I, absolutely you fired me up a little bit yeah it's awesome it. we love yeah. it <laughs> Well, Landon, thank you so much for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Um, good luck in the next coming year, and we can't can't wait to see you on the field here pretty soon. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you guys for having me. This is awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep, good luck, man. We'll see you later. Yeah. See ya. A Herd at Sports Network production.